because I can shop so, this. Recording now and playing on three. One, two, and three. I wasn't going to do this one, but okay. I decided I, I, I need to. New music. These are the confessions of a band geek. Time to get personal. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. Uh, these are the confessions of a band geek. Reminiscing, thinking how I got to where I'm at. Throat back before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kind of sorta like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me, me. If I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Fifth grade, I remember it like yesterday. I saw the band and decided I wanted to play. I tried the trombone and the sax, but that wasn't fun. I always had rhythm, so I wanted to play the drums. But ain't nothing happening, I guess it was too late. I decided I ain't want to play them anyway. Then the director told <laughs> then the director told me give the coronet a try Handed it to me and told me to try to make a sound Watching the hands to make sure I had the form down Couple people staring so I'm not trying to look stupid now Played it so loud I had everyone looking around From that moment I decided it was all Fifth and sixth grade passed I was still going strong Seventh grade my folks were glad I was serious about something Moms took me up to Sadler's and bought me my own trumpet <laughs> For real before I even learned how to rap Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week uh, Eighth grade at Waldo, everything switched That's when I met Mr. Conrad and Mr. Tripp New beginnings, never seen nothing like this Private school to public school, I had to get a grip Met a gang of homies that I loved like my brothers Straight clowning up in class, couldn't tell us nothing Walked to school every day with Louis Sotero Was taken way too soon, we'll see you again though Freshman year at East High, man it flew by Still all up in my shell, I was super shy Was cool with all the jocks cause my brother hooped My cousins Trees and Ann had me plugged with all the ladies too Sophomore year, it felt like heavy pep band Playing in the stands, drunk off 211 At the games, me and Vernon used to wild out And all my fellow band geeks know what I'm talking about Straight up <laughs> Before I even learned how to rap These are the confessions of a band geek Music molded me and made me, me If I could, I'd probably do things differently I used to only take my horn home once a week. The year was when I started skipping class. My mom had found out I guarantee she kicked me. Did football one year and also did track. I threw the shot put in the disc, but really I was whack. Playing the trumpet was the only thing I stuck with. And that was only because my moms wouldn't let me quit. Hardly took my horn home being lazy. I was good and that's what drove Mr. Kaiser's shot crazy. Can't forget the day he told me he was disappointed. Said I could have done something with the music if I wanted. The Walton is a parade marching. That's when my vision to be an artist really got started. But everything I know now, I wish I knew it then. I would have realized this music is my calling. So all the shorties coming up, remember no matter what. Time is precious. Don't waste it. No stalling. Go all in. Throat back before I even learned how to rap. Tell my story kinda sorta like my diary. These are the confessions of a band geek. Music molded me and made me, me. And if I could, I'd probably do things differently. I used to only take my horn home once a week. These are the confessions of a band geek. Rise and shine. Pour yourself a cup of coffee and tune in to Good Morning Aurora. News, weather, and really cool interviews, Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m.
Uh, that's the new ish. Mental gremlins. That's the new ish. You guys are just coming in off the tail end of that. That's an inside joke. Y'all know about that. Anyway, good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. Good morning, Aurora. The time is now 8.01 a.m. And you are listening to and watching. Good morning, Aurora. The second largest city's first daily news podcast. It oh, Because you know, look at you. Look at all y'all. All of you. Good morning to you. Monica, how you feeling? Good. I feel good today. Good, good. So do I. So do I. What you got there? What you sipping on? Hot chocolate. Oh, because the weather is definitely there. Yes, it's really good too. Monica came in wearing cat ears today and I thought to myself, <laughs> wow, that's, uh, that's how you know it's cold outside, ladies and gentlemen. You got to have those hats covering your ears. We're moving into that weather. Uh, so good morning to everybody. We have things to talk about. We've got some articles that have uh, appeared, and Monica and I were just talking about the disposition of the show today. It's uh, we got some really good, nice, uplifting, heartfelt, yay, clap your hands, kumbaya kind of stuff to talk about this morning. Uh, so without further delay, let me start with our very first headline. <clears throat> Many Fox Valley small businesses are still feeling the impact of the of the uh, pandemic. I'll say I was just having uh, I was having a a craft libation with a friend a couple days ago. He's a uh, business owner, and he was telling me how hard it is, how hard it has been coming up, trying to get new employees, trying to get the finance to keep the business going he has weathered a storm since uh covid's been going on um so yeah it's, it's definitely felt but anyway check this out you guys small business saturday is set for later this month but some owners of mom and pop shops throughout the fox valley area say they're going to need a lot more love than that angie hibben president and ceo of the oswego chamber of commerce believes the effects of covid 19 have been much heavier on smaller businesses many of which continue to struggle amidst a wall of mounting pressure uh a lot of these businesses quote a lot of these businesses try to keep their employees even though a lot of them don't have loads of money in the bank i sit on the downtown committee and if they don't have a good holiday season you'll see even more of them shuttering their doors end quote uh yeah that's true that is very true uh there's another quote in here that i thought was pretty interesting and that's from Barb Toes of Plainfield, owner of the Marmalade Tree in Oswego. Uh, she said her gift shop experienced a wave of support when the pandemic first broke out, but that interest in foot traffic haven't been sustained. Quote, last year when we had to close for three months, people were really good about ordering online or making sure they frequented often when we did open up. But this year, we've not seen the traffic like in years before. Just this October alone, we've brought in half of what we brought in last year. End quote. Uh, so yeah, the people are still feeling the squeeze. Jessica Gallo, president and CEO of the Aurora Regional Chamber of Commerce, says while things have been all over the board during the pandemic, we are seeing some small businesses recovering. End quote. But that there, uh, but that there are still many looking to recover lost revenues, and there's still a lot of fear. Employment issues remain a huge factor. Tay said that she used to work only one day a week at the shop, and now works three days. Quote, because we just don't have the money coming in to support that many people's hours on staff. Uh, yeah, so this is a great article uh, that we have from The Beacon. Monica will put that in the uh, chat for you guys. Jennifer Ryan Maiden, good morning to you. Anna Sierra, happy Tuesday. Yes, that's a fact. That's a whole fact. Bianca Camargo, good morning to you as well, dear sister. Good to see all of you guys here with us this morning. It's Tuesday. It's cold outside. It's freezing. Monica got hot chocolate. I got coffee and I have water. And we got news. We got a whole lot of news. So here's the thing. Uh, Buenos Dias Aurora coming in January. I'm going to put that out right now. Buenos Dias Aurora is going to be mirroring. Not the word of the day. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay tuned. I know you was like, man, you ain't never heard that before. You just think about mirror. Mirror, mirror on the wall. No. Mirroring. So, uh, Buenos Dias Aurora will be mirroring the intern experience for young people coming up in January. We're going to launch a three-month internship program to give us four interns a year, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be something cool. 
and we're going to develop that. And yeah, we're, that's what we're going to do because that's what it's really all about, right? It's all about making other people feel good, make bringing them up, squaring them away, passing the ball to somebody else. That's what it's about. We're not ball hogs. You know what I mean? Pass the ball. You take the shot. Throw the football. You make the touchdown. That's what it's all about. Uh, so get ready for that, you guys. And uh, we'll debut that when the time is right. Okay. Also, don't forget that this Sunday, this Sunday, probably, I don't, I mean, Monica. Does this qualify for breaking news? <laughs> DJ Monica. Bump that. Bump that. Bump. All right. Hashtag team. And I like that. I like that. That's right. That's what it's all about. You got it. Anyway, this Sunday, the, the most fun you will have on a Sunday for three hours is going to be happening at Tavern on Broadway, right downtown, it is Noticias e Mimosas. $4 mimosas, news, live interview, hanging out with the GAM, uh, yeah, GAMS, Great American Morning Show crew, the click, the squad, the team, hashtag, all that. We will be in the house. We will be interviewing our friend of the show, Tracy Duran. She is a local author and historian. She will also have great Aurora historical artifacts and things for you guys to see, touch, and feel. You can see some of the dinnerware at Leland Tower from back in the 20s. You can even see some of the, uh, uh, the yearbooks. Maybe find your great-grandfather in the West Side here, uh, yearbook. yearbook. Um, so get ready for that. 10 a.m. till noon is going to be us interviewing and speaking with Tracy Duran. From noon to 1 p.m. we'll be networking. You can chill out. And once again, $4 mimosas. Come on out. It's this Sunday. The time is now 8.08 a.m. Okay, let's move on. Aurora's trick-or-treat drive through may be here to stay. Now this, I got to be honest with you. I might have picked a better head. I mean, it's annual. Right? Or they're just on the scene. Um, so according to Linda Ray of Oswego, she decided to start celebrating Halloween Sunday by driving to Phyllis Park in Aurora with her daughter, Amanda of Aurora, and her grandson. Quote, we never had to drive through Halloween where we were kids, but I like it. Uh, you have control. You know where you're at and who's giving out the candy. Now, that's a key point right there. It's always It always feels good when you can see people who are doing it, right? I mean, it's like getting a shot. You know, imagine if you go into the doctor to get a shot or get your blood drawn and then the, the person has a man like you can't see who it is. They're like, stick your arm through this hole. That would be kind of creepy. Uh, but that's not the case here in Aurora. Plus, they're not giving out shots, they're giving out candy. Uh, while COVID-19 restrictions may have left some parents worried about trick-or-treating on Halloween, the city of Aurora did its best to make sure no candy collector was left behind on Sunday by offering the drive-through event. The three-hour giveaway that kicked off at noon drew a crowd. As officials noted, the event, quote, reached its 2,000 car capacity in less than 24 hours after registration began online. According to Aurora's Chief Communications and Equity Officer, Clayton Muhammad, quote, last year we had about 1,600 cars, and this year we've seen an increase. We still had trick-or-treating last year and expanded our times, but we wanted to offer the alternative for families who didn't want to go door-to-door, -door, close quote. Uh, very cool stuff. Uh, Clayton also said that the drive through option offered a convenience factor for parents in the event weather might be bad or that local trick-or-treat hours uh, didn't start until 4 p.m. A lot of kids are likely going to do both. Uh, so I, uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Now, according to... Uh, according. According kind of sounded cool, but... Uh, according. What the hell was wrong? All right. So, according to Mayor Irvin, quote, we may do that in, a, in regards to the uh, event staying. Keep the event here. What we saw in COVID with a lot of innovations and plans we've come up with is that they actually work long term. 
We may still have Halloween at City Hall and also here. Logistically, there are lots of reasons to keep this going here, but it's not just about it being easier, it's about it being fun. How do I know? <laughs> if ever there was a quote. <laughs> that was perfect. You could Picasso couldn't have painted a better picture. Uh, we want to give our young people a reason to celebrate here in Aurora Close Quote. Absolutely wonderful and fantastic news. And Monica has the link to that story as well, which she will send and put in the chat for you wonderful people. All right. Good morning, Aisha Saxon. Good morning to see you. Cruz Ocho, good morning, my dear brother. How you doing? And as everybody knows, we just recently interviewed Just Wise of the group Highest Low. That was very dope. It was hip-hop 100%, ladies and gentlemen, and it was a uh, good interview. We had a good time talking to our brethren. Okay. Um, so, Monica and I, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, I, I'm just going to take a brief moment of you guys' time. Just bear with me here for a, for a moment. You know, coming up with the idea for the internship of Buenos Dias Aurora, Monica's like, you know, what, what are you looking for? And what struck, what struck me is that sometimes when you're planning something, you know what you're looking for, right? You're like, I need this, I need that, I need this, I need that. But Sometimes what you're looking for is not able to be typed, right? Does anybody feel me? It's an attitude. It's a, it's a lifestyle. It's a mindset. It's like, that's, how do you type that? How do you type that? Because I had the same question last night when I was planning it. But what are you looking for? Ah, I hung up. Well, my phone died, but I called that person back, so, you know, but I was frustrated, so it died at the right time. Anyway, but I'm like, yeah, I can't type what I'm looking for, and it's kind of like music in that regard. I'm not able to, I'm not able to really articulate what it is I'm looking for. It's kind of like, you'll know it when you see it, you know what I'm saying? But, uh... That's just me. Monica, if you'd be so kind, would you please take us to a commercial and let us know what's happening in this great city on a local tip. Good morning, everyone. Don't forget to please subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date on all of our content. There you can also watch all of our interviews and receive notifications when we go live. I'll be sharing that link in our chat. Tuesday, November 9th will be a great and informative town hall meeting hosted by State Representative Mara Hershauer. Hershauer and State Senator Karina Villa at the state. Sip it up. All y'all. All y'all. Sip them up. Sip them up. Sip them up. Everybody. Mm. What were you trying to say? What? At the St. Charles. St. <laughs> Charles Public Library. Uh, <laughs> it's a Tuesday. Mental gremlin. Come share thoughts and learn about the hard work being done for all residents. This will be an awesome learning event held by two great leaders. This event begins at 7 p.m. For more information, you can call 331-465-9661. Tuesday, November 2nd. Today, at the Rotary Club of Aurora will host a blood drive from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. This will take place in the Holiday Inn Express and Suites Mobile Coach. 111 North Broadway next to the Aurora Transportation Center. Walk-ins are welcome, but making an appointment is always recommended. Every donor will save up to three lives. A mask and ID are required. For more information and to schedule a time, visit the link that I'll be sharing on our chat. That's right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, uh, community, giving back, helping others, that is what this show is all about um, so we appreciate all the people who come out to these kind of community events shout out to the rotary club sunrise rotary and uh, all the other organizations who go above and beyond to make sure that people can uh can access can take part and to give back you know it's actually i'm gonna tell you a quick story once upon a time in my life i lived in a place where there was no None of that. There was no ability to donate blood. 
there was nobody donating blood for the need of people who needed that. There was no pop-up clinic to help you check your glucose or your blood pressure. There was none of that. And that's why on this show, you will always hear about those kind of activities because communities of color, particularly, but all communities, actually, uh, from my friends in the Puerto Rican community up there on Division in Rockwell, all the way back to Pilsen. So many of our shared communities have grandmas and aunts and cousins and people who struggle with issues that if there was only an ability to have a clinic where they check your blood pressure right here, they give you this and they can fill out for if there was if people had that, it would have done a lot to uh, raise the quality of life in places where the quality of life is poor. But I digress. The word of the day is digress, as a matter of fact. Monica, if you'd be so kind to let people know, the word of the day is digress. The time is now 8.17 a.m. Okay, so I was looking, and we've got more breaking news for you guys. I think I'm going to wait about three more minutes before I give you the second piece of breaking news. But uh, I got something else that's really cool here right now that I'm going to tell y'all about. Uh, the Holiday Food Drive in Aurora is starting with extra need this year. Now, when it comes to pop-up food drives and pop-up uh, from pop-up food pantries, um, this is something that I, because I'm telling you, man, when before Good Morning Aurora, let me tell you, that's why this, that's why we have more news than Cronkite on this show. I was already looking way before COVID, way before COVID. I was already a volunteer intimate in many uh, organizations. And I saw the whole time when COVID was going on, I was looking at it. Uh, food pantries and food service centers were kicking a lot of butt the entire time. I was watching it the whole time. I was on the call with the Northern Illinois Food Bank. Boop. And then they're talking about this. And then I was getting that transcript and reading it the whole time. And then I'd go back and I'd replay it. And I'd listen to the areas that were hit. Arlington Heights. Um, Oswego. Plano. I was listening to it the whole time. And the... Um, uh, the food industry, specifically rescue centers and food pantries, went above and beyond to make sure that people did not lose the ability to eat. That is key. Uh, the 14th, 14th annual holiday food drive begins, uh, started yesterday here in Aurora. The drive done each year to help restock the shelves at the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry comes amid a community still feeling the effects of the coronavirus pandemic and a food pantry changing because of it. Uh, Shannon Cameron, friend of the show and the food pantry's executive director says, quote, like many social service agencies, we took on the burden. There were federal, there were federal funds and we got pieces of that, but we depended on our community and the community did step up. We never turned anyone away. Uh, that, despite a 400% increase in customers since the pandemic started, Cameron said the pantry served 284,000 visitors since 2020. Put another way, pantry officials said one in 10 people in Northern Illinois, including one in eight children, are facing hunger this year due to the ongoing economic fallout from the pandemic. Did you hear what I just said? I'll read it for you again. Put another way, pantry officials said one in 10 people in Northern Illinois, including one in eight children, are facing hunger this year due to the ongoing economic fallout from the pandemic. Now, I am not gonna embarrass myself and try to do the math and come up with a percentage of how many people that would be, but I would wager that in our own lives here in Kane County, although we're not represented by the Northern Illinois portion that they're speaking of, I would wager that here in Kane County, one in eight people, somebody that we know, or you yourself as a listener, 
knows somebody who may even know somebody who is struggling with food insecurity. So if you have the ability to donate or to work at the food pantry in a volunteer fashion, I would encourage you to do so. The time is now 8.21 a.m. Uh, as in the past, the food drive begins November 1st and runs through the day before Thanksgiving, which is November 24th this year. Also, as in the past, the drive takes place through three area grocery stores, Prisco Family Market, 1108 Prairie Street in Aurora, Surmac Fresh Market, 1250 North Lake Street in Aurora, and La Chiquita, 1525 Douglas Road in Montgomery. Shoppers will be able to purchase pre-packaged bags of food ranging from $5 to $15 for a donation to the Aurora Area Interfaith Food Pantry. Additionally, the pantry will be accepting monetary donations from the community, getting much needed food to struggling families in our community. Renee Cruz, Judge, good morning to you as well. He gives us an absolutely wonderful and fantastic piece of information. The Veterans Food Pantry on November 12th is happening this year. Now, let me tell you something about Judge Renee Cruz. I saw him. Word up. Um, I saw him there handing out food, helping in the cause. It was myself, my brother Ricardo, Miranda. We were there as part of a team. Come on now. Come on. I mean, what, what more do you want? That's public service. Um, and particularly the Veterans Pantry when we were there, one of the things that uh, I will always keep with me, man, I'll always keep with me, that really felt good was that we're back there because we were back there with like the, you know, we, you can take like five soups or whatever it was and you get like a bag of potatoes, all that. We're back there and it, you know, it's just maybe because I'm a sailor, but it was interesting, man. You got, you got these senior citizens, man. You got these older people that coming through and then you got these young kids, right? They got like their nephew or something, you know, they bring their, their daughter or whatever it is. And like, you know, the young kids are on like Instagram and Snapchat and all that. And like when you're young, you think you'll live forever. You think you'll live forever when you're young. You know, you think you think it's all kicking in and it's party and you know what I'm saying and the and the selfies and all that, but you know, when you if you if we are all so lucky to to make it to see many seasons in our lives. It would be a blessing to have other people uh, who are younger to continue that circle of life to help out. That was awesome. Judge Cruz, good morning to you, my brother. Tracy Duran is here. We were just talking about you, Tracy Duran. We were just telling people that you are going to be our guest at Noticias e Mimosas. Tracy Duran also is going to have a great, cool raffle prize to give to a winner. We're going to have a hat raffle. We'll pass around post-it notes or something, and then you will write a number, and then we'll shake them up in Monica's cat hat. And then out of the cat hat, we will pull a number, and uh, bing, 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 you could win this cool Aurora history book. Now, let me tell you something about this Aurora history book. I have one. Tracy Duran gave it to me. Tracy Duran gave it to me way back. That was like one of the coolest gifts ever. Uh, this book shows a lot of uh, scenery in downtown Aurora, and I'm telling you, man, you, you'll be looking at this corner. You'll be like, damn, that's what it used to look like way back. I lived in a building at one time that was a livery over 100 years ago. It was a livery. You know what a livery is? A livery is a place where they keep horses. It was attached to, um, it was attached to a, a wheel maker. So they use that's where you used to come to to get your wheels and your carriage fixed, right? Monica looking that's at me awesome. like that's some old <laughs> shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I had a picture where the the dude was outside with with the horse and all that. It was really cool. All right. Um, so Casildo Casey Cuevas, good morning to you, dear brother. Dora Sanchez Soto, good morning. And shouts out to oh Maria Torito is here. Good morning, Maria. Amanda is here. Amanda Vise, good morning. Hey, all of our people are here. All y'all. Speaking of Dora Sanchez Soto, McCarty, uh, McCarty Mills is going to be the location for Good Morning Aurora's 
two-year anniversary party. Yeah, word up. Word up. Because, you know, we did that our, We did that last week. We went and spoke to our brother Devin and asked about the potential for having it there. And he let us know that it's on and popping like popcorn with butter. Yeah. Hey. Okay. Um, so get ready for that, you guys. And that's going to be in the month of May. Uh, good morning, Aurora's birthday is May 11th. May 11th. It's approximately one month away from my birthday. Um, so we are going to, that's baked in the cake. Good morning, Aurora will always have its anniversary party at McCarty Mills because McCarty Mills holds a special place in the heart of Good Morning Aurora. When I was in a whole different life, I was walking by what became McCarty Mills and I was thinking, wow, a tap house or a uh, 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 craft brew tap room joint right here? This is going to be dope. And I kept looking in the window and all that. People probably thought I was going to break in and shit. Police riding by. Like, what are you doing, buddy? I'm like, I'm just checking out the infrastructure. And, you know, and then COVID came. And damn. But like the phoenix rising from the ashes, they was able to pull it together. They kept it going. And there they are. Bing, bing, bing. The hottest thing on River Street. Okay. So we'll be there for the two-year anniversary. So get ready for that. Cruz Ozo says this is his favorite place. That's where I met Cruz Ocho, actually. Oh, yeah. Nice. Remember that, Cruz? That was a <laughs> hell of a day. That was a hell of a day. Wanted to go in there and say hi to people. My son wanted pizza, so we go in there. We, we hanging out with the whole crew. And there's Cruz Ocho. And, like, I knew him. I was like, I seen him. I was like, yo, that's the, that's the dude. And uh, we just got to chopping it up. And ever since then, here we are, baby. Come on. Come on. Right? <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see here. Let's say hi. Jen Ingram, we say hi to you. Good morning, Jen Ingram. Good morning to you. Uh, all right. So I'm going to continue on with the news that I have for you wonderful people. What time is it? The time is now 8.28 a.m. All right. So tax rebate plan for Pacifica Square. How about that? Crew says I was slightly day drunk. Good times. No, it's all good, bro. Cause them beers is kind of yeah. The, the the percentage, man. I had like four. My son was like, the pizza was good an hour ago. I was like, oh yeah, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> it was a lot of it was a lot of fun. Okay, uh, so let's see here. The Aurora City, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> the Aurora City Council recently approved a new sales tax rebate deal with Windfall LLC. Developers of Pacifica Square, the Asia-themed shopping mall at New York Street and Route 59 in the city. The sales tax agreement would be to help pay for the development's second phase. The plans for that are before the city's planning and zoning officials right now. Hey. The project is a total of 50,000 square feet within five buildings of retail and restaurants, one of which would have a second floor for offices and an outside public plaza in the middle. It would be built in the middle of the current pocket. <sighs> Let's try that again. I'm gonna read it slow. Y'all don't think your boy got problems. Mental gremlins. <laughs> that's that's the new ish. Oh my god, it fits so perfectly. If you were staff at Good Morning Aurora, you would know exactly what the hell we mean. Yesterday was Gremlin City up in here. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Right when we were about <laughs> to get started, Monica was, let me take a pause real quick from this story. Right when we were about to get started, it was like it was like 7.57. I'm talking to Harish, getting him ready. Monica's like, yo, the YouTube isn't clicking. I was like, oh. <laughs> Went over, they had to restart the whole thing. And then, so yesterday's live news, you guys, if you remember, uh, for those of you who were live with us yesterday, the internet here was so janky. It was janky from the moment I got here early in the morning. I was like, I hope it just works for the show. The So the live interrupted and stopped 49 minutes into the conversation. But Monica was gone by that time. So I'm looking and the it's it still says it's, you know, recording. Well, guess what it says when it loses connection? It says reconnecting. Okay, now I got four eyes, but it's like, you know, 14 inches away from me. So I see 
R-E-C-O, I'm thinking it's recording, not reconnecting. Mm-hmm. The whole joint was buffering the whole time. However, the whole interview was saved, mm-hmm. thanks to settings. Anyway, uh, it would be built in the middle of the current parking lot at the center. The first phase of that center remodeling of the former Yorkshire Plaza, Plaza and getting new tenants is basically finished and open. The new agreement is for a total rebate of $2.5 million in sales tax. It would be $2.5 million or for 15 years, whichever comes first. This will be the third part of an incentive for the development. The city already created a business improvement district taking in the development's boundaries in which Windfall agreed to tax itself. Read that again. This will be the third part of an incentive for the development. The city already created a business improvement district taking in the development's boundaries in which Windfall agreed to tax itself. That is expected to raise about $3.3 million for the developer. The city already has a sales tax agreement for a $4 million rebate for the first phase. The city would end up with about $10 million in incentives for what is considered to be a $100 million development. The time is now 8.32 a.m. Okay. Monica, I don't think, you know, of, of, the, of the many things you and I have talked about, I don't think we ever talked about your favorite food. What do you, what's your, yeah. Um, let's see. Well, you know, I don't live with my parents, so I eat really trashy food. So I eat a lot of fast food. I like canes. <laughs> the chicken joint? Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I eat a lot of fast food. I had uh, I've had their uh, I've had their chicken before. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. Um, okay, that. But your favorite? Hmm. I think when I'm with my parents, got a masada. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah. You got to know these things, people. Look. You think you know a person when you're working with them until they tell you something weird, like, oh, you know, I, I don't like pizza, something like that. Like, whoa, this is, this is insane. Uh, but I ask about the food because, because next year, could you imagine a podcast and food? Can you? I say that to tell you folks to stay tuned. Just stay tuned because uh, I told you next year is the year. Next year is the year Joe Biden finds out who we are. Hey, I like what you're doing down there. I know you do, fool. What's up with that interview, though? Okay. Now, let's get back to uh, let's get back to what we're talking about. Now, I have I got something here for you. This was sent to our desk. And this qualifies as a thing that we like to call. The Aurora Winter Coat Drive. That's taking place November 15th through November 20th. We are looking for the following gently used items, coats, socks, long underwear, jackets, scarves, gloves and mittens, hats and snow boots. Uh, Ourselves of Good Morning Aurora are teaming up with our friends and community partners. Now, you know what? Let me tell you something when I say friends and community partners. Because I, 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 I... I hope y'all digging it and you get it. When you hear community partners on this show or you hear friends on this show, we're not just saying that because we see you tuning in every day, but that makes you a friend. No, no. We're telling you that to highlight the fact that we are interwoven, not the word of the day, well, you can take that one, too. That's a bonus for you. Monica, would you hit him with the bonus? Hit him with that bonus. Can I say that again? Interwoven. We are interwoven in this community, and we are actively taking a part in everything that's good to help other people. I'm telling you, you might see your boy volunteering at anywhere. 
you might see Monica volunteering there too. You never know. Uh, but anyway, let me get back to what I was telling you about. So, Good Morning Aurora has teamed up with our friends and community partners of Alive Aurora, hey, 78 South LaSalle Street inside Community Christian Church, um, and the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez to collect these wonderful items. Uh, so we are open, well, our drop-off hours are 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. here at 5 East Downer Place Sweet Tea. Now, you know, that's a dope, that's a dope address, It really right? is. It is. Because <laughs> when I first said it, I was like, hold up, am I saying sweet tea? Like, is this right? right. Like Lipton? Is that <laughs> like brisk? Like sweet With a tea. slice of lemon? <laughs> Damn, that's fresh. Hell yeah. Um, and uh, so our location, drop-off hours are from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Alive Aurora's drop-off hours are 2.45 to 6 p.m. And State Representative Barbara Hernandez's are from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Please, 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 please come and donate to us. So please, yeah, come out and do that. We need all of you to help support us. Our friends of the Alive Center got our back with this. So we're looking forward to getting some good stuff, and we need all of you uh, to participate. So please, come on and do that. Uh, is our camera on and working? Is it? We'll give him a little brief hi. Let's just say hi to him real quick. I'm actually feeling the, the drone this morning. Man. Look at that. We got brand. Holy cow. We got news right now. Y'all heard that. Did, I, I know you heard. Boom! You guys heard the news. Monica, hit him with the uh, breaking news again. It's another one. It's qualified. Come on. All right. The Constituent Museum card. Uh, the Constituent Museum card for the month of November. This is free and up to four people can use this card. Uh, it's free by the, presented by the Office of State Representative Barbara Hernandez. You can visit the Holocaust Museum, the Chicago Academy of Sciences, and the National Museum of Puerto Rican Arts and Culture. Uh, for more information on the card, you can call 630-270-1848. That number again is 630-270-1848. And tell them that you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. Okay. Man, I like when that happens. The news came right on the air. That's how we do. That's how we do, you guys. Okay, so as you can see, um, Monica's got us. Uh, she's she's showing us here in our digs. Um, I want to just point out something to you guys. Monica, can you zoom in right about there? Can you zoom in right about there? You're on it. That, ladies and gentlemen is the four-way test of the things we think, say, or do. First, is it the truth? Second, is it fair to all concerned? Third, will it build goodwill and better friendships? And fourth, will it be beneficial to all concerned? That is a creed that we, uh, I as a Rotarian, but we here at Good Morning Aurora, that is a creed that we live by. We are that. That's the four-way test of the things we think, say, or do. I encourage the rest of you to follow those four points. I'll make a post about it later, but let me reiterate one more time. First, is it the truth? Second, is it fair to all concerned? Third, will it build goodwill and better friendships? And fourth, will it be beneficial to all concerned? Just a little something I wanted to point out to you guys this morning. All right, we can go back to the drone shot. Because actually, I didn't shave right now. And I don't want people seeing me like, damn, why the host ain't even got a razor to shave with? It's all good. Right? I'm going to get fresh. Don't, don't trip. We're getting fresh on Sunday. Okay. Now, the time is 8.40 a.m. And at this time, Monica leaves us to go to class. And as we always do, we want to say... But we hope Monica has an absolutely wonderful, prosperous, and motivated day. Okay, let's see what we got 
here. Casildo Casey Cuevas says, Feliz Dia de los Muertos. We honor our family, friends, and those who have passed away from COVID on this day. In Mexico and here, keeping our culture alive. Thank you very much for sharing that with us, Casildo. It's always good to see you, dear friend of the show. Cruz Ocho says that he loves food. We love food too, my dear brother. Okay. So, I got some more stuff to tell you guys about that I'm going to get into here in just a moment. Um, now, let's, let's talk. Let's talk about Dia de los Muertos. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing a lot around downtown. I'm seeing a lot of good stuff happening everywhere. Um, I'm loving the artwork. Now, we... Uh, Monica and myself, we had a great day uh, last week because we did some painting of our windows and we decorated our uh, our offices and our studio here. You know, we did that for two reasons. One, because art is always a good thing and it brought some life to our otherwise uh, stale windows. But two, because like, you know, represent like that's cool you gotta you, you you know we have to realize that we're playing in a big sandbox here ladies and gentlemen so i'm cool with that you know let's let's put some air or uh, air let's put some artwork out there and uh put it on the windows you know monica drew a alabrije and uh it's on our windows so if you ever walk past the studio check it out take a selfie in front of that and actually monica let the door open give me one second i'm gonna close it Uh, you can hear the whining of all the other machines out there. Ah, that's better. Now it's a lot more silent. Now we just have each other. Okay, so I want to let you guys know um, that in addition to the um, in addition to the state representative's office having the constituent museum card, our friends of the neighbor project are also looking for volunteers. Um, come out and join a great team in their community beautification efforts. Students, youth organizations, church gr church groups, and corporate teams all are welcome and open to the public. Uh, this is a great way to meet people and also to network, but one of the activities of the Neighbor Project is to do uh, these uh, volunteer outreach uh, workshops at various properties uh, because it helps to maintain first the maintenance of the property and it also engages the residents. Uh, there are residents that we have uh, and tenants that come from other countries, they are refugees and have resettled. And, um, you know, it, it's a it's a good thing to help paint, show them. We have maintenance workshops, show them how it's done. And uh, it's a really great community building effort. For more information, you can call 630-906-9400 for details or to sign up. Um, and yeah, let them know you heard about it on Good Morning Aurora. All right. So I, uh, now here downtown Aurora, we're going to be doing some testing. Uh, we're going to actually be doing a little bit of a mic check tonight at Tavern on Broadway. If you guys want to swing by there, Tavern on Broadway opens up at 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, downtown. And we're about to get busy. Oh, wow. Look at that. The news is just not stopping. Um, we're about to get busy there tonight doing a mic check. If you are around and you want to come hang out, you can come through. Uh, you might see. You might. I don't know. I'm just. I don't know what you'll see. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, we will be there at 4 p.m. hanging out and trying to do a mic check up in there to get things ready. So uh, if you haven't been there before, come check it out. On Fridays, they also have a great fish fry. Monica told you guys about the town hall meeting that's coming up with the uh, state representatives at the St. Charles Public Library. Keep in mind that the St. Charles Public Library has been a great resource for people in the St. Charles area, but also for Kane County because they do host a lot of informational workshops. Uh, the St. Charles Library, the Huntley Community Room, was one of the locations for the Kane County State's Attorney's Office um, doing the expungement clinics for people. So it's good when these uh, organizations are able to come out, do something nice, help people come up and uh, be a host or a location for great things to happen. 
Our friend Victoria Hila Maldonado has dropped her recent book. Uh, it's called Monstery Donstery Doc. That is the book that we were on hand for for that book, rather the book launch, I should say, that we were on hand for at McCarty Mills over the weekend on Saturday. It was a great time. Uh, Di Mari was the uh, artist for that, and it really, really was good. So please uh, check that out and purchase the book. The book is available on Amazon. She's a friend of our show, and uh, she supports us, so we'd be, we would definitely like to let uh, it be known that we support her. Okie dokie, you guys. So I, uh, I'm going to take a brief moment to give some shouts out to some people who definitely deserve um, to be um, to be rewarded for their hard work and everything that's going on. Uh, Jen Evans, the Aurora Public Art Director, she deserves a lot of credit for all of the uh, artwork that you see taking place in downtown. Jen Evans is a great friend of the show. So um, when you see some art happening, that's to your Aurora Public Art Commission that's doing that. Shouts out to, uh, to Jen. She's a really great person and uh, all the things that she's doing are, are very good. Also wanna give a, a quick shout out to a friend of the show, Peter Aguilera. Peter Aguilera is the uh, owner and namesake of AA Electrical Contractors here in Aurora. A great friend of the show. I was having lunch with a friend at LTO and Pete came in. So it was good to see that brother as well. Also, want to give a uh, real quick shout out to a friend of the show, Kane County Sheriff's Deputy Brian Demeter. Uh, he's a great guy. His retirement's coming up real soon. Uh, got mad love for the brother. So, want to say that uh, wherever he's at, if he's listening in right now, doing his thing in the vehicle, making the city safe, want to say a good morning to him and thank you very much for all that you do. Right. So um, I want to also, so we gave you the news today. And like I mentioned, I'm also going to be the one to make a uh, post about not only the four-way test, but about uh, some of the other news that we talked about that we did not have links for today, unfortunately. Uh, but we'll make sure that we make a post about that for you guys. Uh, you know that it's almost the end of the year. Almost. Coming up. How do you guys feel about that? You ready for the end of the year? Are you guys ready for it to be 2022? I think a question that I'm going to ask actually, and you guys can let me know what you think about it in the chat is, um, do you feel, and let me know in the chat what you guys think about this, do you feel confident or apprehensive going into 2022? That's the question of the day. How do you feel? Do you feel confident or apprehensive going into 2022? Uh, I myself personally, I feel I feel overwhelmingly confident. I really do. I feel overwhelmingly confident going into 2022. I say overwhelmingly because I do have a little bit of apprehension. I mean, I, I guess a lot of people do, right? There's a, there is a still a small part of me that I guess is... You know, trying to scramble to get things done here, leaving 2021. I kind of want to go into 2022 prepared. I guess you can never be fully prepared for anything. Um, but yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmingly good as we go. Good morning, Aurora broke a lot of ground this year. Uh, we kicked a whole lot of butt. We've been around for one year and some months. Um, so I feel strong and what we're doing as a show. <clears throat> I'm proud of what we've accomplished. Um, and I still wanna do, you know, I really wanna do so much more. I really do. I still think that there's a lot of people who we have not yet represented for, that we need to represent for. I think there's a lot more stories that we haven't told just yet um, that I'm planning on telling. But I really do believe that all in all, um, as a show, that we, um, you know, as, as a show and as a community news outlet, I really do believe that we're on the right path. I really do. You know, I'm really proud of all that we've done, but I'm proud of the people that we've kind of 
helped get their story out and talk about what they're talking about, you know, and, and let people know that kind of stuff, because that's really what makes me happy. Um, it's not even, you know, it's not the it's 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 the people. That's what it is. Like we were talking the other day, I think uh, I think Monica says something. She was talking well, like uh, world relief, right? Like I volunteered with world relief way back, but um, that's what it was. It was last. It was over the weekend. Um, I looked and uh, a person started listening to Good Morning Aurora because they heard about. World, world Relief, they saw a post that I had made once upon a time about World Relief. They clicked on that post, they found out about World Relief, and they discovered Good Morning Aurora. And it's like, man, that makes me happy. That's the thing that, that's the part with the confidence that takes me into looking at 2022 and saying, yeah, we're ready to do this. We're ready for all that life is going to bring to us as a show. And we're ready to, you know, keep it up, keep reporting on the news and everything. I think the apprehensive part, if I can just be totally honest with you guys and just share a little bit of, you know, personal stuff right now, like, I think the apprehensive part that I feel going into 2022 is that, like, I just want to make sure that we're treating people fairly with our outlets, channel, and media. And I think we do. I'm confident that we do. But I always like people ask, like, what's the one, you know, what's the hardest part of the, doing this? And for me, the hardest part of doing this is to make sure that, like, it's curated right for the listeners and for you. That's what, like, so I don't want to miss anything. Like, I want to make sure I got it right. I want to make sure the facts are right. The information is correct. The ducks are all in a row. That's the thing where I'm just like, okay, you know, we did good. We just got to make sure that we keep that up, man. It's got to be kept up. There is a quality. There is a quality. There's a way that we're doing it. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm just kind of piling things onto myself, maybe. You know, I, I'm confident in what we're doing, but I'm just, you know, I'm just a perfectionist when it comes to the information that we put out and especially the way that we showcase uh, our community and our people. The time is 8.53 a.m. Dora says that I'm ready. I'm so readily confident for 2022. So many lessons learned. Let's move forward, people. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. We learned a lot of lessons this year, and um, I'm thankful for all the lessons that we learned. Some of them were good. Some of them were bad. Some of them rocked the boat to a degree that we had to change course on some things. But man, they were all good lessons. Um, good lessons to to be learned. Um, <clears throat> So I uh you know the the things that we do and continue to talk about next year will be um curated. We may go a little bit longer with some elements of the show. We may incorporate some new themes on the show too. So that's going to be exciting and interesting to see. You guys are all part of the story here of Good Morning Aurora. So a lot of you um I mean you we, 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 a lot of you, we, a lot of you were the people I was talking about having a beer with and talking things out with. So, <laughs> so community input, uh, uh, community input is definitely baked in the cake of, of Good Morning Aurora. That is for sure. Um, you know, this is a, uh, it's a family show right here. Okay. So, um, Dia de los Muertos goes until Sunday, actually. Sunday, the day of Noticias y Mimosas, <clears throat> will be the uh, last day of Dia de los Muertos. So we're also going to uh, make sure that we give a uh, nod to the culture on that particular day uh, during Noticias y Mimosas. We'll make sure that that happens. Um, and I'm going to take Casildo Casey Cuevas' advice and we'll continue to pay it forward. Get ready for more things happening on Buenos Dias, Aurora, that's for sure. Uh, I've had some great conversations with some of our friends and community partners and we're going to uh, we're going to strengthen that and we're going to be showcasing a whole lot more stuff. Um, I had a great, fantastic lunch with a friend of ours in the Latino community and you know he really appreciates what we're trying to do with the show and he gave me some great advice and I am taking that advice 
and I'm plugging it in. Uh, Jen Ingram is a uh, friend of ours and uh, Corinne's Kitchen is doing very good stuff. I had to plug them in and shout them out and uh, let you guys know that uh, here's some more news for you that on November 12th, which is a Sunday, let me make sure it's a Sunday, 14th I believe, um, there's a Bears game and uh, they're gonna be at Brother Chimp Brewing doing some uh, food. Jambalaya and pulled pork sliders will be on the menu that particular day at Brother Chimp Brewing, also with some tasty beer. So go on out and support Corinne's Kitchen. Uh, they're our friends. And also, Corinne's Kitchen uh, is one half of Corinne's Kitchen is a veteran of the United States Navy. So definitely, we got to support that. Also, November 7th, we have to turn our clocks back one hour for fall back. Thank you very much, Tracy Duran, for telling us that. I don't want people to think that I had my time wrong and everything. Yo, you said it was... I thought, what, I thought it was going to start at uh, 10 to 1, not 11 to 2. Oh, well, fall back. Okay. Anna Sierra says, thanks for all that you do and bringing so many people together. Oh, Anna. Thank you very much, dear friend. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying to do our thing. We are trying to do our thing. That's right. We appreciate all you guys for tuning in and listening to the show. Uh, it means a lot. If you haven't yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, uh, please do so. Check it out. Go peep it. Uh, become a subscriber. There's a lot to see and do on that channel. A whole lot and I think that you guys will like everything that you see on there um, and you know you'll 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 have such a good time watching it check out the old videos check out who we have inter uh, interviewed and let us know who you think we should interview all right does that mean we get an extra hour of sleep yes we'll be back one hour and then we'll go back in time on Sunday too oh Tracy, I, I like that. That was good. Y'all dropping the mic today. That's crazy. So yeah, we get an extra hour of sleep. That means I'll get an extra hour to give to the world. That's what it means for me. Bianca Camargo is a great person. And not only should I tell him now, Bianca? No, I'm not going to tell him. I'm not going to tell him. You know what? I'm not going to tell you nothing. I'm going to take that back. You know what? Don't even worry about it. Bianca Camargo is extra cool. I'm not taking that part back. Yeah, she's cool, but I'm not going to tell him, Bianca. I'm not going to tell him at all. Uh, but I do want to say this. I do want to give a shout out to my friends, Bianca Camargo and Dan Barrero and Judge Renee Cruz um, for all that they do at the Kane Dems Fall fundraiser just recently. I saw some great things. I saw a speech by Tammy Duckworth, fellow veteran, um, and it was really cool. And they're doing a whole lot. And the NIU Law Awards reception for 2021 is happening uh, tomorrow from 6 to 7 p.m. Bianca Camargo was one of the speakers along with uh, Ms. Wilkerson, Honorable, Judd, uh, Honorable Jay Snyder, uh, Ms. Pitts, Mr. Bama, Associate Dean, Ms. Coles, and Mr. Boston for outstanding service. That's from the Northern Illinois University College of Law. Yeah. The time is now 9 a.m. This has been a great episode. I love all of you wonderful people. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. And uh, just so that you know, good morning, Aurora. If you, if you didn't know already, good morning, Aurora is here for you. On the air or off the air. Take care of yourself and each other.